bean right now. Hold on. Give me one second. And we're going, we're going, we're going. Let's see. It's connected, man. We are live everywhere right now. Shoot. And now we're coming to culture, of course. And we have Mr. Matt Riccardi on the phone. But before we get to Mr. Matt Riccardi, let's play our little jingle. Let's play our little jingle of the day. Matt, I don't know if you'll be able to hear this. I'm Joe Biden. <laughs> so anyway, we got Matt Riccardi on the phone. Let me get let me let me get this out of the way. All right, Matt, how are you? And let's talk about this election. Hey, what's going on, man? I'm I'm really good. Uh, glad to be back to discuss uh, the election again with you. And as always, a uh, great pleasure. Well, to start off, let me get something out of the way right now. If you were in the state of Georgia and your secretary of state, Brad Raffensperger, if you want to find out, if you want to follow the money, like everyone says to do, then why don't you go over to justfacts.votesmart.org? That way you can type in his name and you can click funding. Now, when you click funding, it will tell you everyone who donated to Mr. Raffensperger's campaign. And uh, if there's something there, then I guess we'll all see it. But listen, that guy over in Georgia, he's he's done uh, certified the election for Joe Biden. He's saying that Biden is uh, Biden's the winner of the state of Georgia. Now it goes to Kemp's desk, and we're going to see if Kemp um, signs off on it. But I just don't see how they can, you, you know, if if the Trump campaign is alleging that these documents a recount's not going to do nothing when you're when when you're basing your recount off signature verification because what you're doing is you're basically recounting fraudulent votes that this guy says are fraudulent so it, a recount does absolutely nothing in the state of Georgia without signature verification and that's the whole basis of the Trump campaign's um I guess now lawsuit in the state of Georgia so. Yeah, that's correct. Um, yeah, it's, a, it's wild that that uh, that they're not uh, running signature verification. Trump is uh, the president. The president of the United States is calling for it, um, you know, so actively on Twitter. And you know, the media again. If you want to sit here and want to talk about the whole conspiracy, everything everything leads to the media. Joe Biden weeks ago uh, had a sl supposed slip of the tongue where he talked about having the biggest voter uh, fraud uh, system in American history, um, slip of the tongue, right? I mean, if, if Trump had said that, what would have happened? So I, just let's just be unbiased. Let's be as fair as we can, man. I'm really trying not to. It's not that I don't like, you know, Biden, which obviously I don't, or that I'm a Trump supporter because I'm not a, a Trumpster, so to speak. Um, I do support the president. I do hope he does a good job. I'm not supportive of certain things like his, his work with regards to the national debt and deficit um, and a couple other areas. But let's be let's be real. Right. So when it comes to him, if he comes out and says that he's got this massive voter fraud network, first of all, the interview wouldn't have even carried any further without him getting checked on it. Biden says it. They didn't say a word. They didn't ask. They didn't say, oh, can you explain that for us? What the, what the hell are you talking about? You, you're talking about you got a voter fraud network? They didn't say a word. They just nodded off and treated it like it wasn't said. So let's just go back to that. So the media is perpetuating this whole problem, this whole hysteria, this whole ridiculousness. And if Trump's coming out, if any other president's coming out, Obama, their 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 you know their God is coming out and saying that there is voter fraud and that they should not uh, uh, certify the election results and that the recount is a sham because there is no signatures, uh, no signature verification, as you just said, you know that the media would be hysterical, the nation would be hysterical. So let's just leave that right there, that crumb. Let's go with that. 
to really talk about what's going on with this entire election fraud situation, this entire election in general, and uh, the integrity of this country uh, right now. Let's just go from there. Well, see, the the, th- the whole thing with, with the entire mail-in voting thing, see, the president was, was saying from the beginning that the whole mail-in voting thing was, was going to lead to fraud. I said it was going to lead to fraud. I mean, anybody with common sense pretty much said, you know, had co- anybody with common sense and, and without a D or R beside their name um, pretty much decided that mail-in voting was going to be a, a just a scam job is all it was going to be. And in my personal opinion, there was tons of voter fraud in this election. It, it, the, the facts are just there. Um, if you look at the graph, of the night that uh, Joe Biden and and Donald Trump were uh, on election night, when the election was going on, if you look at the if you look at the graph from election night, you cannot jump straight up and then over Trump. You that that's not mathematically possible unless something funny was going on. So I just don't I just don't get where the media. The media keeps screaming, there's no evidence, there's no evidence, there's no evidence. There's evidence. These people, these people who signed these affidavits, they're under the penalty of perjury. These are real Americans. These are not some, you know, the, the, these people are willing to risk their freedom to say something happened and to say that this was fraudulent, I wasn't allowed to watch this, I wasn't allowed to go up there and get signature verification on this, 100,000 ballots came into the state of Michigan at night on a truck in garbage cans, and they were all marked Biden. There's people that signed affidavits for that, and nothing was voted on. Just It, it was just the top, the presidential election. That's the only thing that was voted on. So to all these people who are saying there's no... There's no evidence. They should shut up. Um, listen, I'm with you if there's no evidence whatsoever. But when a thousand people have signed affidavits, and, and Matt, you you actually said it's probably more. Am I right? Yes, for sure. And well, when this many people sign affidavits, where there's smoke, there's fire. Something has went on in our election process, and this isn't Russia hoax. Um, the last podcast you were on, we were talking about FDR and his Northern math. Um, I think they just applied the whole math to the whole country. Yeah. You know, Giuliani talked about it yesterday too. And, uh, so let's, let's also hammer on that. Right. So everything you just said is correct. And you really, again, going back to the media, it's just, they, they're not even they're not even broadcasting um, the press conferences. They're not saying anything. I mean, yesterday when that press conference hit, whether he's a, whether they're all frauds or not, the Giuliani's a fraud, Sidney Powell's a fraud, Trump's a fraud. This is all one big elaborate crazy wild thing, and we just want to move on with our life. Whether they're frauds or not, I remember being a kid. I remember when Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa went for the record, even though they were frauds, right? They were using PDs and all that other stuff. But at the time, they were going for the record. And the media and, and the world was in a craze watching America's favorite pastime, this wonderful sport, uh, have this really awesome thing happen where you had two guys seemingly in the same season, ironically, uh, both started hammering home runs like there was no tomorrow, left and right, back and forth. They were driving each other competitively to go for that record. They both shattered the record, uh, but I remember being a kid, and we collected the newspapers from it because it was something cool. It was history. I loved baseball, and we collected the newspapers for it. And then you have the recount, and you collected the newspapers for Bush versus Gore, and you collected newspapers for things like this. And when you went to school, it was talked about, it was discussed, and even if people had one opinion or the other, it was so important, the fact that it was happening, and that it was newsworthy, and that it was history in the making, that we discussed it, that we we learned about it, we studied it. O.J. Simpson's case is studied and discussed and learned about. I remember when it happened. 
Okay, these are things that are in the moment that are in 9-11, was in the moment, I remember living through it, and now it's in the history book like Pearl Harbor used to be. You know, these are things that you're living through right now that are historic. Yesterday's press conference was historic. You had a claim that the entire, remember what I said last time and what I posted about, that if this election turned out to be election fraud on a widespread scale, so the way that many of us think that it is, you've got the final part of decency in American politics goes under. When the American election cycle, when, when, when campaigning, when all this stuff reaches a point where the integrity is entirely 100% lost and the system fails, there's nothing left. There's nothing left in this country that is decent in terms of politics when that happens. And that is what they alleged yesterday in a way that promotes that they have proof or evidence that there is outside interference from foreign nations, an act of war, to go ahead and to perpetrate a scam on our election for the president of the United States. And if you really just think about those words, if you do nothing else, listen to those words I just said. Think about that and think about the ramifications for that. It is insane to think about. And it's not being reported Uh, Not in a fair way. And people are just ignoring it. And they're calling it a conspiracy. They're calling these people kooks and they're whacked out. Let me tell you who the real kooks are, okay? Anybody who believes Joe Biden got 80 million votes in this election cycle is outside their mind, okay? You are insane if you think that Joe Biden got 80 million. Joe Biden, the worst candidate I've ever seen, run for president. Didn't even campaign. Then they got all this crazy stuff that happened in the midst of the campaign. It got crazier on election night. And then the guy hits 80 million votes. This is, hey, come on. I mean, if you've got a brain, if you've got logic, if you have even an ounce of integrity, it's time to put that stuff on the line. It's time for us to really look into what happened. In fact, you know, it was amazing because Giuliani also said, and I'll end uh, the point with this. Giuliani also said that he was blown away that the FBI and the defense uh, organizations are doing nothing to investigate it. What is the purpose of having the FBI and the CIA and all of these defense organizations if they can't even help to figure out whether or not there is truth or integrity within our elections, especially with regards to thousands upon thousands of sworn affidavits? on all of the complaints that were made with regards to the election fraud from specifically all of the places that turned out to be flips for Biden and turned out to be battleground states and key states where he he won and Trump lost by a percentage or in Nevada's case by, you know, like 30,000 votes or less. That's a very small amount, um, small scale. I'm amazed that there is little to no uh, desire whatsoever within the intelligence community to try to do anything about it. And uh, and I'll just leave it with that point because Rudy brought it up yesterday, and it's something that I have been thinking, and I'm sure other people are thinking, but nobody's talking about. How is it that they are completely ignoring this? And, you know, it almost seems like they have bastardized Trump and his administration to the point where they literally, and this is what I said, it was a good idea for Trump on election night to come out and, and pres- pronounce that he was the winner. And people were like, what the hell are you talking about? It's crazy. That's stupid. <laughs> no, it was a good idea. It was the best idea. And I, and I explained it in one of my in one of my, my posts on Facebook. You can find me at uh, facebook.com slash Ricardi4NJ, number four. Um, I posted it on there in real time that it was brilliant for him to do it because if he didn't do it, the media once – the media pronounced that Joe Biden was the winner, they can black him out. They shut him out, black him out, block him out. There's not going to be a word. Trump will tweet all day, but even Twitter has shut him down. I predicted and proved every single ounce of that to be the case. If Trump stayed quiet and didn't call himself the winner and acted the way that the media suggested that he act, which is, oh, you know, we'll wait for results to come in. He called it out because he saw that there was fraud. And if he doesn't do it, they easily black him out he gets no day in the court of public opinion, and 
basically, look what they've done already. They're not showing up to the press conferences. They're not entertaining any of the, the claims that he's making. They're not entertaining the claims of his uh, of his of his team, his legal team. Um, he's being shut down by these appellate courts in these states. Like I also said. I, I figured that the courts would shut it down because the courts are not going to want to deal with the possibility of having to overturn this because it's massive. So that leads us to our next point. It's massive in that if the courts have to overturn an election result for President of the United States, they have to say that the entire campaign, the entire election was a sham, was broken into, was stolen by some sort of entity, whether it's the Democrats, whether they're working with foreign, uh, you know, foreign international countries, um, they have to admit this. They have to overturn it. It's precedent. It's all these things. And if you pay attention to the court decisions, which every all the media is louding, oh, the Trump administration is failing every single uh, lawsuit and all this sort of stuff, which is not true. But if you pay attention to it, it all has to do with legal standing. It all has to do with precedent. It all has to do, again, with they filed an injunction to stop the states from certifying so that the results could come in uh, with regards to the, um, to the investigation. And the courts are just shutting it all down. Everyone has bastardized this administration uh, to the point where they are they are blocking them out and treating this as though it's not actually happening. And that is what Rudy, Rudy said yesterday as well with regards to the censorship. The media censorship is being so... It's out, of, I mean, it's out of control, right? We're talking about we're talking about things that we read as kids in books. 1984, Fahrenheit 451, uh, Catcher in the Rye, Animal Farm. You're talking about things that were written about in books. They're going on today where the media controls every aspect of the narrative. Um, and this is happening right now. They're blacking out everything that's being said and just trying to move so that the results get certified, trying to get into January. And at the entire time, they're using all of their power to the public and to the world to try to paint Trump as being some kind of a dictator, uh, being a Hitlerian and not wishing to give up his power, which is what many of us predicted they were going to say about him regardless, no matter what they had talked about it for years. He may not give up when he gets voted out. He may not give up power, whether it's this term or next term. He may not give up power. You already set the narrative. Of course, you know, of course, you already set the narrative, and which also leads to the possibility that if this, if this is an entire, uh, if this is fraudulent and it was a setup, the Democrats may have also worked with the media, worked with everybody to go ahead and to say, and I'm not. This is not conspiracy theory stuff, people. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. Okay, uh, I like to, to deal in, in the realm of reality. But this is an if, right? There has to be an if. If this is true, and if Democrats worked to go ahead and to rig this election, they also knew that the media was going to help them by the fact that they knew that Trump was not going to give in and just accept this. So knowing that he's not going to accept it, and knowing his personality, and knowing that the media controls this narrative about him being Hitler, obviously, when he decides, hey, I'm not going to accept this, and I'm going to take this to court, what do they already know is going to happen? They already know that everyone's going to call him a dictator, say that he's crazy, say that he doesn't want to get – I mean, you know, it's all set up. It's one big setup. So it's very much believable. I do believe that if it comes out and their information and their evidence is false, I do believe that Trump would have had no issue whatsoever conceding. If the vote count went 62 million Biden, 59 million Trump, and he lost, and even if it was in key states where, where Biden comes out right before the election and says that he's going to put these states under, like Pennsylvania, I think that Trump would have accepted it. He would have accepted a regular defeat. I would have accepted it. The majority of Americans would have accepted it um, because it would have been something that we accepted as the integrity of the vote. But then we all watched that night, and we've seen and we've heard of these investigations, and we've heard of these affidavits, and we've heard of the many claims by vote watchers, we've heard of the Trump legal team's claims where they were not allowed to watch vote counts, where they are not certifying votes with signatures, recounts. Come on, come on, people. Like, how much more evidence do you want? Are you that stupid? Are you that corrupt? Are you that evil of a person that you truly hate Donald Trump or Republicans or whatever God, because it's really Democrats hate God. That's, that's their MO. <laughs> Preach! That's a conversation for another day, but I can prove it. I can prove it. I can sit on here and I can prove it for 45 minutes, no problem. Um, but whether you hate these people or not, I hate Joe Biden. I hated Obama. Uh, I hated Bush. I hated Gore. hated Clinton. 
And, uh, you know, there's a lot of people that I, I don't like FDR. There's a lot of people that I look back on that were not good people, not good presidents, according to the Constitution. But if they had won, you accept it. If they had done things constitutionally, you accept it. This is not the case here. And we need to look at the evidence as people who who, who are supposed to be in charge, by the way. We're supposed to be in charge, right? We're, we're in charge, not the media, not the Congress, not the president, not you know, George Soros or whatever else, we're supposed to be in charge. So shouldn't we have a say? And shouldn't we deal with the truth of this election and try to get the evidence? And hey, if this is all one big quack, right? If it's all crap, if it's all bull, then it comes out anyway. The media controls the narrative regardless, so they're going to throw them under the table, but it comes out anyway. It comes out anyway, and it's proven. I mean, you got some people who are sitting there buying into some really wacky stuff, but that's always. That's never going to end. There's people that believe in Islam. And, you know, you know, you know, you know, they're going to believe in, they believe in all kinds of nonsensical, uh, wild stuff, right? And uh, and obviously atheists will say that about, girl, you believe in, in God. It's a fairy tale. Right, exactly. So we're all going to point fingers and say that we're all crazy, and we all believe in wild fairy tales. And so what we have to do is we have to find the facts. And that's it. And that's all I'm asking for is that Americans stop being stupid, especially the ones on the left, um, and that they stop sitting here and that they go ahead and they say, let uh, let them have it. Let them put their evidence out and let's figure out what happened and let's figure out if Trump truly is a maniac, uh, a loser, not based on the media's narrative because it's bull. Let's find out based on what they have to say. The press conference was shocking. It was moving. It was telling. But, in fairness, it also did not release the so-called Kraken, because there's still evidence that has not been brought out. There, there, there's, something, there's something I want to ask you about that. Oh, oh, go, go for it. Go for it. All right. Now, there's some people that's talk, that, that talks about the Kraken. Now, there, there is a conspiracy theory, but I looked into it, people, and this is not a conspiracy theory. This is an actual fact, but how far it goes, I have no idea. There, there is an actual supercomputer that was built by the University of Tennessee. They worked on it at Monsanto, I believe. They worked on this thing everywhere. And you know what the name of it is? Go for it. It's the Kraken. Yeah, nice. So there is a Kraken to release. There is a Kraken to release. I, I don't know if they're talking about this supercomputer that holds on to like information and data. I don't know if that's what she's referring to. Right. I mean, nobody really knows until we're going to get a court date. And when, when, when we have a court date and these facts are being brought out to the American people, I don't care what news media outlet you listen to. I don't care if you're a Democrat or a Republican. If they release these facts, as they call them, and, and release these affidavits and release their proof, this should be on every media outlet out there and you know if if sydney powell she's not an idiot for anybody who's wondering about sydney powell this is one of the most intelligent brilliant lawyers that has you know it's uh, of the last 30 years i would even say um she is she she's not an idiot she's not going to put herself out there to go to jail she's not going to put herself this woman is not stupid if she's got something She's got it. Yeah, that's a good point that you raised. We talked about it before we got on the air. Um, you know, something else, too, that, that, again, leads to what we've been talking about here. Why would these people, uh, you know, I know they think Rudy's a quack and all he's, he's loony and all. That's fine. That's fine if you're a leftist and you think these people are crazy. That's fine. But truly, why would they, why would they risk their reputations, for one? Um, and why would they risk what, what could very well come out of this as being a federal prosecution um, for trying to steal the election in their own right, if you see it through through that side, then Trump is trying to steal the election. Why would they go ahead and go through all this? Why would they come up with an elaborate scheme? Sidney Powell yesterday talked about the fact that there was that story that, that, had, that there was a story that came out that the U.S. military went to Germany and stole the whatever it was, the database. It could be the Kraken that you're talking about. Whatever yep. it is, that it's all the information, okay? Sidney Powell said that she knows that, that that story 
maybe not for the details that are being posted on the internet, is true. She said she can corroborate it's true. What she doesn't know, she said, is who got it, the good guys or the bad guys. But she did say that that did happen and is 100% legit. To me alone, that shocks me, man. That hits me in the gut. If, if somebody in, in JFK's time, think about it this way, if somebody had come out, one of the lawyers had come out and said, yeah, there was definitely another person who fired a gun on the scene of the grassy knoll, but we don't know who they were or who they fired at. The world would be blown away. Okay? They'd be shocked. They'd be blown away because you have your group that says that it was one guy that did it. You have your group that says it was multiple people. Your group that says that it was a setup by the CIA. You have all these different theories about JFK. But if you had a lawyer in that time come out right there on the spot and say, hey, this did happen. We do know that this happened, but we don't know if the person was shooting to take out the bad guy or if they were shooting to help kill the president. You'd still have people that were sitting there. You're talking about a massive bombshell. Why would these people smash their reputations? Why would they put themselves in such danger? They're actually going to courts, appellate courts, you, uh, you know, circuit courts, state supreme courts to deal with this. Why on God's green earth would they do this if there wasn't something that is horribly wrong? And in her own right speaking, trembling as she talked at the, the sorrow that she is feeling, Yesterday, she was trembling as she talked. There's something going on, okay? And it could very well be a complete and total hoax, and these people are nuts. We don't have to say that that's not one of the, the, the possibilities. It is. It's probably the least likely possibility, in my opinion, but it's a possibility. <laughs> There's also the possibility that they're telling the truth, and that there is a complete and total operation that has occurred to undermine this election, to steal it from Trump, to set up whatever the end game is for all the players involved, whether it's China, whether it's Venezuela, whether it's, you know, the European Union or whoever, or independent actors. But again, we get back to the simple point. We need the evidence. The evidence has to come out. I understand the Trump team needs time because this is such a huge thing, right? You can't just pull out a bombshell and say, I have evidence. We know that JFK was killed by the CIA and all of a sudden, you know, Two weeks after it happened, they took a very long time. The Warren, Warren Commission took a very long time. Uh, the Warren Commission found its results, and then it classified those results. There's some really crazy stuff. If you study the JFK assassination, which I have um, for an entire semester at length in Ivy League school, there's some wild stuff about that assassination. And it led me, and my, the teacher was great, he let us all come to our conclusions, it led me to believe that it was a complete setup. Um, we do know that the government is loaded with setups over the course of its history. The Tuskegee experiment and so many others that tie up with it. This is not unheard of. <laughs> There's a setup, man. There's not conspiracy theories. It's reality. Well, pe uh, people people get on the fact of why would my government lie to me? Okay, you you your government your government lied to you in the 1970s to get you into a war, or, or in the late 60s. To get you into a war that killed 50,000 Americans. Don't think they haven't lied to you before. The Gulf of Tonkin incident, they had to admit that that was a lie. It never happened.
I can tell you that from having run. I got 1%. Why? Because I was a good guy. I did the right thing, okay? When I set up to run, I was approached by two mafia men, okay? I, can, I can't disclose their identities, but these two gentlemen sat down with me in a room on multiple occasions to sit down to discuss my campaign running as a Republican. The end game was so that I could help promote youth in the Republican Party. I can bring a level of intelligence, a level of passion that the New Jersey Republican Party was missing. Gentlemen, okay, gentlemen who have been around in politics over 30 years in the state of New Jersey sat down with me, a 30-year-old Marine, father, Christian, all this stuff, so that they could try to get from me helping their party to grow. The end game, they were going to set me up for the future. They were going to help me out with all these different things. I ended up choosing to run as an independent. At the end of that campaign, the Republican candidate, Kim Guadano, who was the lieutenant governor at the time, sent a personal friend of mine to reach out behind closed doors to sit down and have a meeting with her. I refused the meeting. In October, as the campaign was coming to an end, why did she reach out to a guy that was going to get supposedly 1% to have a sit-down meeting to get me to drop out of the race is pretty obvious. What else did they want to discuss? But the point, again, that I'm getting at, when I sat down with these two gentlemen to run, the one thing that was told to me that I'll never forget with their stone-cold look on their faces, the way to win, like I said the last time we talked, the way to win is you hit the battleground areas in the state of New Jersey or Alabama or wherever else, you hit those battleground areas. You try to win in those areas. You try to. You got to win big in some, big in others. You got to win big in your strongholds, and then in the Democrat strongholds, you have to put an all-out assault to stop voter fraud. Okay, that was what was told to me by two gentlemen who run analytics, who run statistics, who run parties, who've run campaigns for thirty years in the state of New Jersey. Their words. To me, obviously, in a room that, you know, back doors where it was discussed, where they told me you have to 100%, you have to win your areas big, you've got to win them battlegrounds, and you've got to stop the voter fraud. I, uh, voter fraud doesn't exist, people. It's, it's fake. It's, it's, a, it's a hoax. It's not real. <laughs> you have people that absolutely 100%, they make their living off of helping to create voter fraud. They talked about that yesterday, too, by the way, about how compromised, and it's on both sides. You have Democrats and Republicans who will pay people to help stuff these ballot boxes. It's real. It's real, people. It's real. And I personally believe and have believed and talked about it for the last four years about how I believe that it's widespread. I believe that entire states, like the state of New Jersey, they call it a blue state. The reality couldn't be further from the truth. I rarely ever see people that are Democrats in the state of New Jersey, let alone progressive liberals. Um, but somehow it's a very blue state. If it's a blue state, it's a blue state because of two things. One, because of the simple fact that the unions and the government in New Jersey is so controlled by the mafia and by, by uh, you know, the Democrats that they have turned it blue by creating government jobs out the wazoo. Okay, You have tons of government jobs. So it's hard to be anything but a Democrat because the union represents the government jobs. Um, you have them all lockstep with each other in New Jersey. So that creates blue. But in terms of ideology, in terms of ideology, New Jersey is probably a two-to-one red state in terms of ideology. But it turns out two-to-one blue. The crazy part is that in the state of New Jersey, you have massive hubs, like I talked about in a post, like I talked about last time, where you have people, I'm ghetto, I grew up ghetto, so when I say ghetto people, I mean people that come from very impoverished places, right, very poor places like where I grew up, 400 square foot bedroom, there were eight of us, uh, we were extremely poor, okay, that's what I'm talking about, they don't show up to vote on election day, people, they don't, okay, the people in those areas don't show up to vote, but yet, in those areas, they get massive turnout somehow, okay, it's well known, it's talked about in the college campuses, in college classrooms, about how the suppression of the poor people. The Republicans want to suppress the poor people vote. That's why they want voter ID. They know poor people don't go and get their IDs. The DMV, that's why they want voter ID. Okay, but somehow these people show up and vote in massive droves, right? Yeah. Uh, they don't care about the system because the system doesn't work for them anyway. So they don't show up to vote. 
The only way they show up to vote is through election fraud, which is my hypothesis. It's my theory. Um, but I, I see with regards to statistics and especially, again, in this election, Detroit came in and it overturned Michigan and Philly came in and it overturned uh, uh, Pennsylvania. Atlanta came in and overturned Georgia. Maricopa County came in and overturned Arizona. Oh, my goodness, what's going on? All these places filled, you know, with these, these, these supposed Democrat hubs, these poor people places. The reason why is because they have a machine that goes out and votes for these people. And that's a fact, okay? It's a fact. But, um, again, getting back to the original point, the voter fraud is election fraud is 100 percent real. It's going on uh, by using mail-in ballots. It makes it that much easier. Whether or not the evidence comes out, I've said this over and over too. The funniest thing is hearing people say, "Where's the evidence? Where's the evidence?" Gee, I don't know. I guess you got to ask the people that were there that were cheating to tell them themselves. Like that's the evidence. If you want evidence of voter fraud, you have to have an elaborate scheme to catch people cheating. That's how you find out. And then when those people actually come out and they tell them the people that were cheating through sworn affidavits, the media calls them liars, calls them conspiracy <laughs> theorists and frauds. Do you see this? Jesus Christ could stand right beside Donald Trump. He could stand right beside Sidney Powell. Put him in front of Trump because the Democrats, they, they tried to crucify him all over again. Don't put him in front of Trump, okay? Oh, Democrats, yeah. He could stand. Uh, they, they, uh, Jesus could stand out in front of everybody and could tell everybody, "Hey, there was voter fraud in your election." And then the the, the Democrats would be like, "No, no, no, he's not telling the truth." Yeah, even if they believed in God, they wouldn't believe him. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. It's a fact. It's a fact. Hey, God, we gotta have another uh, another coming this culture in a month after all this falls apart, this whole election thing. Um, we got to talk about Democrats and God. I just want to have that, that conversation because I, I talk about this all the time. It's really funny. But getting back, let's get back to the to the point for the for the listeners. Um, and thank you all out there for for being patient. I I don't shut up. Um, and thank you, Jeremy, because I yeah, I don't shut up, man. Um, so let's get to a point where you and I can have a good dialogue here because I've been I've been running my mouth a lot. Well, let me ask you if if, if this computer. This computer, this computer software, Dominion. Now, Dominion, um, they have shut down. And for anybody who's wondering, I did reach out to Dominion. And the reason I reached out to, I reached out to Dominion the day after the election before there was a whole lot of talk about Dominion. And I couldn't get anybody. And Dominion's website, the day, the day of the election, at 11 o'clock that night, Dominion's website looked exactly the way it does look right now. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It, I mean, you can use the, uh, what is it? It's called the time machine or something like that on the internet where you can go in and type in a web address and it'll tell you what it looks like at a certain time and day. I believe that they do timestamps constantly on there. And if they did a timestamp that time, you would see at 11 o'clock at night central time, which would be uh, 12 Eastern, midnight Eastern, um, Dominion had already put on their page that, oh, we didn't participate in voter fraud. The, the guilty dog barks first. Donald Trump was up 800,000 votes in the state of Pennsylvania. There's no way you come back from 800,000 down. It just doesn't happen. It's only one state. Once somebody gets that lead, unless something went on. And do I believe something went on in the state of Pennsylvania? You're absolutely correct, I do. There's people, anybody with common sense can look at this election and say, this doesn't add up. Right. So uh, if this computer, if this computer software Dominion, now if this comes out that Dominion, you know, is connected to uh, Smartmatic, it's connected to Nicholas Maduro, which now they're saying it is because it was, at one point, it was linked to their to, to their web page. I haven't seen a screen grab of that, so you know, fact check me. But um, if if it does come back that this is all tied into Smartmatic, which is tied to which is tied to the uh, the the communist of the world, you would say, um, what what does that mean for the American process going forward? That we are allowing our votes to be counted in Germany. Yeah, I mean, that's a good question. Um, they said it was counted in Germany and Spain, uh, obviously tied to Maduro and Venezuela. For anybody that doesn't understand what, what that means, um, the 
two dictators mentioned as having something to do with this company are uh, they're heinous, they're evil dictators uh, who've never had a fair election. Uh, they're very well known for having elections where they, where they literally write the votes themselves and then they win and then they celebrate. <laughs> They've never had a fair election in their life. Um, they're also very much friends and influenced by uh, Xi Jinping from China. So, hey, hey, know, Matt, Matt, Matt. Yes, we, we've got, a, we've got a, a, a little bit of a breaking story here. Uh, via attorney Lynn Wood, hold on, let me go back up to that. Via attorney Lynn Wood, Georgia, Georgia woman. Let's see. Hold on, I can't get the story. Dad gummit. Mm -hmm. Um, this is what I love about being on the radio. You get breaking news right in the middle. Yeah, of, uh, Georgia of woman witnesses, Georgia woman witnesses shredding, uh, shredding company, shredding ballots calls police she filmed the shredding and recycling company destroying the ballots and the evidence at election office in cobb county georgia wow i guess she's a liar she's a fraud <laughs> she, she's got video that she she faked the video she alex jones made that video for her exactly exactly she had a tinfoil hat on earlier in the day is, is what the uh, the local dog catcher's telling us so yeah that's uh that's you know and you know these stories are coming up and again, hey, you said something earlier that I wanted to jump on, fact-checking, right? So the funny thing about living in this society that we live in, fact-checking. Who fact-checks? <laughs> First of all, who does the fact-checking for one? And what facts are they using to fact-check the thing that was said that is supposedly not facts? They're checking things that were written by their colleagues, a.k.a. supposed journalists, no longer investigative journalists. They're using those things typically to fact check the things that are being said, which is astounding. So you're going to use something to fact check me based on something investigated, written about by a New York Times reporter because of what? Because they have credibility? Because they've been doing this for 30 years? Because they, they've lived every day of their life without having any type of bias? Because they know God? Where are you getting this from, you know? So that's a question that people need to often throw out there with regards to this fact-checking crap, is that who is doing the fact-checking, first of all? Where's the source? And second of all, what fact are they using to check the fact that's being checked? Because it's all coming from people that are full of nonsense. It's all coming from liars. Well, Snopes. Yep. Snopes, the, the, the supposed number one fact checker in the world. Garbage. Snopes is garbage. Anybody that throws Snopes for the last 15 years. I remember back in 2010, I had an old teacher from high school who was constantly hitting me with Snopes. So I checked Snopes, and shortly after I checked into Snopes and started bagging Snopes, months later came out the story that Snopes is actually in the be in bed with the Democrats. They're, they're, they're liberals. They're progressives. Isn't it, isn't it run by a fat, blue-headed lesbian? Uh, something like that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they pulled a couple gave it to the, to the lesbian. But even so, hey, a fat blue-headed lesbian, great, good on you, congratulations. But I still want to know, what facts are you using to check? And it's kind of funny, too, right? It's like this world is so funny, man. It's a funny world we live in. I got to have some humor here, okay? All right. So why is it that all the fact-checking gets done on Snopes? about conservative conspiracies or conservative lies or Republican lies or Christian lies, I don't ever see them fact-check anything else. Do you ever fact-check anything that a Democrat says or that a liberal says? Do you ever fact-check anything that an atheist says? Like, And it's, again, no offense religiously, it's just like it's, it's the bent just leans that way, right? And you ever check what a, what a Buddhist monk said? I mean, I, I'm just wondering, because it always seems to be that they fact-check the same claims coming from the same people. So you may as well just call yourself the left-wing fact-checker and get it over with. And the reality, again, comes down to, I don't care if she's a blue-headed lesbian that flies. I don't care. You know, Just let me go ahead and know where you're getting your facts from to do the fact-checking because I think you're full of crap. And that happens because we live in a society that's got so much misinformation 
and people are always trying to be first and always trying to make that paper uh, that they do these kinds of things. And Fox News obviously did that with regards to Arizona calling it so early in the election, which was ridiculous. Um, and they'll sit there and say, see, we were right because it turned out to be Arizona. But, yeah, you, you guys are, you know, the media is a disgrace. Um, Fact-checking is, is a complete joke. And, um, you know, and this uh, this whole thing about this Georgia lady, that's interesting news. We'll see what happens with it. Like everything else, this conversation's got to be based off of evidence. It has to be based off of evidence. Show me the evidence. Sidney Powell, uh, Rudy Giuliani, they're starting to certify votes. You're at the 11th hour. It's not fair. The courts sucked. The courts should have uh, allowed the injunction, should have allowed them to hold off on the votes, and that is the truth, right? I'm not here as a Trumper. I want you know, my candidate is not fair. He's so much better. He truly is, by the way. Biden is a disgrace. Democrats in general are a disgrace. Um, and I'm not saying that Trump doesn't have his issues, but he's far, far, far better uh, than Joe Biden could ever be. So, you know, even though we all have a right to be sad about that, no, we want to be honest. We want integrity. If the people chose Biden, they chose Biden. The people chose, you know, Obama for eight years for whatever reason. 80, but, 80 million you know, people. 80 million if, people if, did if, not. If 80 million people chose Joe Biden, fantastic. I just want to have the day in court with it. I want to know that there truly was nothing that went wrong when there are seemingly tens of thousands of things that went wrong nationwide um, and particularly in the places where we were going into the wee hours of the night and magically Joe Biden secured these major successes and these major leads and major victories. That's all, that's all I'm asking for. It's not too much to ask for. 154 million people did not vote in this election. I, I, that that yeah, it's wild. It's wild. It's 100. Wild. How many how many it's registered wild. voters? I wonder. I needed to, I needed to look into that. But I, I I seriously doubt if we're a country of, I think the last uh, statistics that came out were a country of 350 million people. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would doubt that we even have 154 million. Um registered voters that could be legal well let's put it this way legally allowed to vote because if you if you take into the fact when you do a census like that and you got 354 million people you're also including children so yeah. i i mean i don't i don't even know if we have 154 million registered voters in the united states you know i i think that we do but even so you're talking about a country that has historically low voter turnout and I'm, I'm not 100%, but I do think I remember from my days in political science class that incumbent elections get even less voters. Yeah. Incumbent elections get less voters. So Trump was an incumbent, for those that don't know. That means that when a president is running for re-election, even less voters come out to vote. So you have an anomaly that this massive amount voted and then also in a re-election bid. Now, people will say that it's because they hated Trump so much, but I've been alive for the last four years, and I know that that's not the case. In fact, Trump had only gotten more popular. He was not as hated. Now, the people that hate him hate his guts with all that is within them, with every piece of matter. But Trump was successful in growing his, uh, his reach within the minority population to a large extent. I also, again, I'm shocked, and I know, and it leads to what I'm talking about over and over again, I'm stunned to find that he made very little ground, even though they consider it big ground, these political heads, these geniuses, they consider it big ground for him to come. He had 6% of the black vote last time. This time he ends up with something like 18%, I don't remember, or 17 or 11 or whatever it is. They consider that a large gain. I don't. But I know that I've seen black people all over the country only growing in support in massive waves for Donald Trump, and much of it due to the fact that he did get some endorsements there towards the end, right? Little Wayne jumped out. Um, but also because they know what he's done. His, they, don't, they care about what's hitting them in their pockets, okay? They don't care about the nonsense that the media is drumming up. African-Americans, black people in this country, they don't trust the government anyway. The, the vast majority don't trust the government anyway. They know that the government is, is, has been set against them for the most part. Um, they know that it's a really difficult uh, thing to trust, especially when the, the, the history
history and the ancestry of black Americans comes from enslavement. I mean, it's just natural that they wouldn't trust the government. Uh, but you see that people left and right were jumping into this movement and supporting Trump from the black community. Uh, the, the, I'm pretty sure the BET co-founder on election night was quoted as saying that a Biden win would be bad for America and a Trump win would be phenomenal for black Americans with regards to their to economics. He said it. I'm not seeing how somehow Trump did not explode in the black community other than in the black communities they're disenfranchised, they do not vote, they are typically Democrat hubs, and the Democrat machine rolled up, as alleged yesterday, as I said weeks ago, they rolled up with their machines into the cities, knowing that they could infiltrate, that they could pull this off in massive numbers. That, my friend, is how you get 150 million plus voters, that is how you get Joe Biden to 80 million, the truth with regards to this election, whether it was legitimate or not, is that Democrats went, they took every single person's name down in every urban community, and they got them to sign off on a piece of paper, whether the Democrat person did it or the person themselves did it. You hear of places where in Native American areas they were giving out gift cards to these people to get them to vote Democrat. Um, you know that they went into these hubs knowing that they were going to get away with massive uh, mail-in ballots, and they did it. I said this weeks ago. I said it before the election, and Rudy Giuliani and Sidney Powell co called it out yesterday, that they went out and they ran these massive operations knowing that they would not be checked, that they could get away with it, which is how, oh, Trump told his people not to vote in person. Yeah, he, and to vote in person. Yeah, because he didn't trust the, 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 the Postal Service, which endorsed Biden. Duh? Uh, uh, duh? The, the U.S. Postal Service, which endorsed Biden to take care, a.k.a. Trump was calling out possibility for election fraud. He didn't trust them to take care of votes because it shows the political affiliation on the mail-in ballot. So he didn't trust that, so he told them not to do that. But you mean to tell me that that, that is what caused this major swing? No, my friend, no. My fellow Americans, have a, have a brain, have some integrity, don't be stupid, and let's call it like it is. They went into the hubs, they went to the urban communities, they did whatever it is that they had to do to get every single person in those places, which is accurate because, again, we saw massive turnouts in some places, historic, okay, insanely off the charts. We saw turnout in some places. How did that happen? A machine, a Democrat machine rolled in. They perpetrated uh, this this elaborate scheme to get every single person to let them. They bring the ballots with them. You know, they bring this stuff with them. They bring all of these pieces of paper. They bring the voter rolls. They bring whatever they have to bring, okay? Anybody can get their hands on the information to find out if you are affiliated or not. But again, like I said, in these massive Democrat cities, in these hubs, they are typically controlled by Democrats. There is no Republican representation whatsoever. I grew up in Union City, New Jersey. There is no Republican representation whatsoever. When they run for mayor, it's Democrat versus another Democrat. It's not Democrat versus Republican. It's Democrat versus Democrat, and that's if they even have an election. Because typically they already coordinate the mayor to stick around to stay for another four years. They don't do elections, basically. Um, but the reality is, is so if there's no opposition there, if there's no, 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 uh, no oversight, there's no supposed, like, you know, judicial watch, some, some overseer to make sure that something bad is not going on. What do you think that the Democrats are going to do there? <laughs> you know, what do you think they're going to do? Oh, they're just going to not take up the opportunity to get, if there's 60,000 people, registered voters in that city. Oh, yeah, they're not going to take up the chance to get 60,000 votes, right? No, of course they are. They're going to go knock on every single door. They're going to put together elaborate schemes. It's called community organizing. Democrats praise community organizers. Obama was literally a professor from college before he got elected. He failed at his other campaigns and lost and was a complete embarrassment. But he was a community organizer. That's what he was. Democrats have these things called community organizers. It gets the people in the impoverished communities together in order to go ahead and to push for change. The money that comes in to get these people together comes from billionaires like George Soros, 
and that's how this whole thing works. Speaking. And they were very successful. They were very successful, and that is how they got 80 million votes. Whether or not there is fraud involved in all that or whether or not that is legit, I can tell you that it's more than likely fraudulent, but the reality is, is that's what they did. That's how they did this. I hope people are listening. I hope that, you know, that this gets out there. This is how they did this 100%. There's no doubt about it. You didn't just get randomly, everybody's like, oh my goodness, I'm going to vote this year in this election. No, it didn't happen. <laughs> that's a lot of crap. It didn't happen. That's a lie. You know, Trump is not that hated. And for that matter, maybe not that loved. Maybe he is. I don't want to necessarily say that his numbers are accurate either. Maybe they are, maybe they're not. I believe that his, his numbers would be accurate compared to Biden's. Hell yeah, well, I do. I know that his supporters absolutely adore him. His, his, uh, his, his, um, his numbers haven't changed with regards to the Republican Party throughout four years. He's got the largest, probably one of the strongest bases, if not the strongest, in American history, for better or for worse. It doesn't matter. I'm not saying it's because he's the greatest. He's not. He's definitely not. He's not, the, he's not, even, he's not even one of the greatest presidents in American history, okay? His issue with the debt alone is, is my 100% guarantee that he could never be on a Mount Rushmore. Fact. I mean, screw you. If you if you if you disagree, you're wrong. Fact that you're wrong. The president's job is to be in control of that. They're not supposed to allow for the Congress to overspend and to put us into debt. Period. And he didn't do that job, so he doesn't go on Mount Rushmore. But he's probably the best president that I've seen. Okay. And I was a baby when Reagan was there, but Reagan was also in his Alzheimer's years. And you can even argue between the two of them. Fine. But he's definitely been better than Obama. He's definitely better than Biden. He's definitely better than both Bushes. Way better than that, that bum Clinton. So, yeah, Trump is effectively the best president of my lifetime. Um, that being said, again, there's no way that 150 million people just decided on Election Day or before that or for this particular election. I hate President Trump or love him so much that 150 million of us are getting together to deal with it. No, that's ridiculous. It's a lie. Well, now let me ask you one more thing. Kamala Harris keeps saying, oh, we've won, and she done her little spill. Hey, Joe, we won. You're going to be the president of the United States. Like, I just, you know, she's she's goofy as batch. Uh, well, I can't say that. We're on Facebook Live. But um, she, she keeps saying that, that her and Biden are so confident they've won the election. They're so confident they've won the election. Why in the world? Has Kamala Harris not resigned from her Senate seat if they're so confident that nothing was wrong? Obama did it this time last, uh, this time in 2008. Barack Obama resigned from the Senate. Why hasn't she resigned from the Senate if she's so confident that everything was on the up and up? Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, I'm not sure how they uh, how they ended up being so confident. Um, I don't. Again, I, I'm not sure whether or not they they had the fix or the fix was in. Joe Biden did have the slip of the tongue. I don't know why. Why did Kamala Harris? Why has Kamala Harris not relinquished her her seat as a senator yet? Um, you know, these are all questions. This is all they're dealing with. This with this election victory, supposed victory, is is stunning. It's an anomaly in its own right. Um, so I don't know where we go from there with regards to how much they're involved with the possibility of election fraud. Uh, yesterday, Sidney Powell um, and Rudy Giuliani said yesterday that they that they uh, they didn't know how how much Biden knew about what's going on, whether it is that he's the one that's directing it, which obviously we would all laugh at. There's no way that he is. Um, but he's probably involved to some degree. And that's what they said yesterday. They think that uh, that there's very, this is very much something that has been perpetrated by the Democrats, uh, and um, and they're just not sure whether or not you know what the levels or what the depths of the levels are with regards to Biden's involvement. And um, but yeah, I mean, I I, I don't I don't it, it is something to add to it. It's more more or less uh, something to add to it to think about. How is it that these people somehow? Uh, you know, 
it, it seems like they, like they know, like they like they know a little too much, like the fix was in. So, but we're gonna have to wait. It all comes down to evidence. That's it. It's just so that's what we have to wait for. And unfortunately, again, the Trump team uh, filed that injunction, and the courts have rejected it. And they're gonna start certifying results. So the Trump team is gonna have to drop something. That Kraken's gotta come out now or never. Yeah, I'm with you. It's it's got to come out. It's got to come out soon. And if it doesn't come out, um, if, if they wait till after December the 14th, it's over. It's too late. Um, so yeah, it's already, already going to be too late. Again, uh, Georgia certified. The only thing that's gonna that's gonna flip these results is if they're. If, I mean, if it's dead, if it's dead set, whatever it is that they pull out, if it's dead set, that's the only thing that's gonna flip these results. Because uh, it'd have to go through the Supreme Court or something, but somebody's gonna have to step up to the plate and do something. Brian Kemp, yeah. Bri- Bri- Brian Kemp, the governor of Georgia, still has to sign off on those. Um, yeah, the belief is that he's gonna sign off on it. That all these other states are gonna sign off on it again. The whole bastardization of the Trump legal team, of the Trump claim of voter fraud. The whole world is gonna turn a blind eye. The only thing that's gonna get those eyes fixated on them is if they drop what they said that they have. That's it. And again. The, you have people that are sitting here calling them hacks. I think that it's ridiculous to sit here and to attack Giuliani and Powell and Trump uh, based on the fact they haven't released things. You, you realize that you're in a massive the, – the, the claim here is that you have massive election fraud, foreign interference, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, hundreds of thousands of this, that, everything else. You do realize that it's been like two weeks since the election, and we're in the midst of it. Now, yes, there could be tidbits. But if they drop any of that, it could also compromise their position in dealing with that. So the press conference have been suffice, you know, suffice enough uh, to go ahead and to say, hey, we should be able to stop the certification results at least until sometime, you know, we'll give you 30 days to try to put something together to drop this massive bombshell. That's fair. That's what the American people deserve. Now, we may have to open up our mouths and do something about it so that the courts uh, hear us, so that the Congress hears us. The Congress has the ability to subpoena anybody if they want. Number one, the federal government can subpoena anybody to speak on behalf of what the hell is going on here, anybody in the world. Um, so they probably should. And uh, so, you know, so again, there's so many different things that can play out. Uh, but I think that every single person that is right and in their right mind is looking for the evidence and for it to have its day. And all the stuff that we've even spoken about, speculation, uh, you know, fact, fact not, whatever, um, none of this matters in the end. All that matters is whatever gets brought out onto the table as evidence and what the determination is. And the courts are so corrupt that it may very well be a determination against Trump. That is what everybody is expecting. I even expect it. But with that being said, uh, I still want to see that evidence. I still want to see if it happened. We already, we already know that the courts screw things up. Obamacare is not constitutional. Whether the Supreme Court says it, Roe v. Wade is not constitutional. Whether the Supreme Court says it, courts screwed up all the time. They call, they claimed at one point that slavery was a right, was a human right, was constitutional. It is not. So the courts screw things up all the time. The Supreme Court is not God. It's the weakest branch of government. It was never meant to have definitive, definitive, um, uh, um, it was never meant to have definitive decisions on things that automatically guaranteed that they were set in stone. It's an opinion. The Supreme Court doesn't even have a military to enforce its opinion. So essentially, if something comes to the Supreme Court, we the people are the final arbiters, and we can basically say, screw your decision, you're wrong, which is what we should have done on Roe v. Wade, because we're in the midst of a of a, an infanticide, a genocide of babies, uh, which is on every single one of our, our consciences, and every single one of us wants to, wants to pay for our part in that at some point. Um, but with that being said, the Supreme Court, even no matter what, the decision comes out, uh, it could very well be full of crap. It could be judicial precedent. could be lies. could be activism. Whatever. It could be the truth. could be success. Um, I don't know. But I do want to see the evidence, and I want to see if I'm moved by it, and I want to see if it lines up, and I want to see what happens, and we go from there. Yeah, and I think that's what the American people deserve. I think the American people deserve to see the evidence and, you know, the courts – and the these so-called media companies and these so-called journalists need to get their crap together and realize that no, you're not a journalist, you're not you're not a media company. You have turned into a propaganda company, and um, they need to provide these facts to the American people. If there's a trial and all this is going to come out, then they need to air that trial live and let the American people make their minds up and let the American people make their own decisions. 
while the court makes the legal decisions to those challenges. So that, that that's the way I feel about the whole thing is that the whole country should get to see the evidence because this is this is absolutely unprecedented that the Uni- that the president of the United States is telling people that there was voter fraud. He says he has evidence. He has 2,300 or whatever signed affidavits from people. Now, there's a woman in Georgia saying that she saw ballots being shredded and, and being thrown away, and she called the police about it. There, there's too many variables that are out there, and there's too many scenarios that are out there right now for anybody to absolutely 100% say that we had a free and fair election this year. Correct. Agreed. Well, we, we've come up on our hour, Matt, so won't, won't you go ahead and plug your social media, and is there anything you want to tell the people before we have to get off here? No, thank you again uh, for the opportunity and for a great conversation. And um, if anybody's out there that's chimed in, uh, definitely would love to hear from you, and uh, you can reach out to me. Um, I'm Riccardi, number four, NJ, that's R-I-C-C-A-R-D-I, for NJ uh, on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, you can feel free to hit me up if you have something nice to say. If you have something bad to say, I, I go for it. I hear it all, all day long anyway. So I, I'd be more than happy. I tend to respond. Uh, you know, I, I man the account um, with a few helpers. Uh, our team is pretty good. And uh, we love feedback, and we love just continuing the conversation about freedom. And that's what should be at the heart of every American conversation uh, every day. Well, hey, you going to run for governor? <laughs> uh, at some point, yes. Uh, at some point, yes. Could be Jersey, could be somewhere else. We're going we're gonna to say, you know, the whole thing comes down to, um, you know, God, it comes down to what am I, am I being told to get up and go? And if so, uh, then I'll carry the message. If not, then I'll continue to do what I'm doing uh, on a daily basis and, and, uh, and make change in that way. But, uh, but I'm excited about being 33 years old and having uh, hopefully another – you know, a couple of decades before my time is up. Yeah. Well, everybody, listen, I want to thank everybody who came on here, uh, Facebook, uh, wherever we're at. And, um, you know, we're, we're across so many platforms right now. It's not even funny. I, I even tried to put this up on parlor earlier, but I don't think parlor has a, uh, has a live feature yet. So, but Matt, I want to thank you for coming on. I want to thank you for your time again. And we're going to have you back and we're going to discuss that topic you want to discuss about Democrats and God. <laughs> All right, man. That sounds good. That'd be my pleasure. All right. Well, everybody, that was another episode of Cummings is Culture. And like always, you can just subscribe on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio has become really really good for me for some reason and i really really appreciate it for everybody who's already subscribed go to facebook uh type in matt riccardi if you're not good with facebook and you should be you should be able to find him there if you want to follow him on facebook and make sure you uh get all of his updates about what he's doing and uh we're gonna go ahead and end it here matt i thank you again and we're not controversial to everybody we're, we're we're not we're just american culture